Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Now, just as a little bit of background, a little behind the uh, the curtain for those who are listening, there was a running joke that Sandy had with me for a long mm-hmm. while when she would come here because it seemed, it was unintentional until one day she pointed this out to me. It yes. seemed like every time Sandy would come in on a Friday, it was a week when something would happen in the world of sexual assault. It was Gian Gomeshi or it was Bill Cosby. And one day Sandy walked in and says, can we maybe not have a sexual assault exactly. topic? And I hadn't even Don't realized. Get me angry right off the bat. Well, I hadn't even realized that it had been every time yes. you come. That, that But anyway, let's dive into it. No, not really. Okay. Not really. But it kind of is related. I thought, well, I thought this was a really interesting story today. It is from the uh, Wall Street Journal. In Seoul, South Korea now... High school students are taking a class. They are in, it's a, it's a full-on high school class, not in sex ed. It's in relationships. It is in romance. It's in wooing. It's in how to treat the opposite sex. It's in how, all the things. So, I mean, we have sex ed, which is mm. how you put things on things yeah. and where you put things and all don't. the, we, we, we sort of dive right into the nuts and bolts, yeah, pardon the, the phrase. The courtship part. They're dealing with the, how do you treat people like people when you're in the romance world? How do you handle yourself? And I'm thinking, I don't know about you, it sounds elementary. It sounds maybe kind of silly until you say, maybe we're missing that a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, is this a Valentine's post? Valentine's it could Day be. story. It could be <laughs> in the Wall Street Journal. I thought you were going to ask me about finance because you know, I'm, you know, the finance critic. But I, well, would we pay for this? <laughs> we will have to ask the minister yes. of finance, the Treasury Board. I'm sure. Yeah, no, I think you know, without knowing any details about it, I think the 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 any effort that we can put into having people uh, treat each other with respect, you know, have ways to communicate. I think that's important, you know, and I, I do, maybe I'm sh- showing my age, but I think the idea of having uh, like the ability to have civil dialogue, civil I- encounters, I think that we, I think sometimes we, as you said, we get right to the point of some things, but we miss the charm around it. We miss the opportunity to, to deepen relationships. We miss the opportunity, you know, to really start to feel like, um, you know, really engage people and engage relationships, right? It's a really old school word that some people, if you told them today, would think that it automatically means you and I are both from the Paleozoic era. Right. But courtship. Yes. Which is kind of what it sounds like this is talking about. Here is how we seem to have lost that. First of all, because we're always with our phones, so we don't talk mm-hmm. to people one-on-one. If you are going to say something nice to someone, you either apparently send them a text or you send them a picture of your junk. Uh, I'm not really sure. That yeah. seems to be our courting ritual now, as opposed to actually <laughs> I missed, having. I miss that whole. Era. Yeah, well, that Thank was not you. our Thankfully, era. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's that seems to be the way you do right. it now. Uh, this, I don't know. Th- this seems almost innocent to the point of being. It sounds ridiculous on its face until you say, "But we're so bad at it right. that maybe it's not so stupid." Uh, well, I. I th- don't think, you know, again, don't think the intention there is stupid. The the intention is that we, you know, we understand with each other, we treat each other with dignity. I think the idea that the whole thing about courtship, um, you know, in some way we've, we've, you know, we want to make sure we retain the good parts of what a courtship were. I mean, in the past, in our, you know, our all far gone era when people were, you know, chipping rock to try and send messages to one another. Um, you know, there were a lot of rules around courtship that were restrictive, 
right? That made people put people in roles, didn't allow them to express themselves, and they were they could have been oppressive, right? The rules could have been oppressive. If this is done in the spirit of allowing everyone uh, to be who they want to be, literally, but at the same time make sure that we're respecting each other's uh, differences, I think it can make something a lot. It could be a very, very charming and, and healthy, and not only just healthy in uh, courtship relationships. I mean, just you know, uh, or in romantic relationships is, I guess, what I meant to say. Uh, that it helps in general for us to actually have empathy with other people in all of our uh, in all of our uh, inter- encounters with other folks, right? I'm not asking you to make NDP policy on the spot I, here. That would probably yeah. be frowned upon by your <laughs> yeah. by your leader. No, However, we do know that since the election, there has been a lot of discussion, a lot of argument about the sex ed curriculum mm-hmm. in this province. Again, not making policy, just off the top of your head. What do you think? would be the response if someone said, this could be something we would incorporate in, that we're going to not just talk about the physical machinations of sex, but there are other parts if we're going to make it a relationships course. How do you think that would ever play? You know the people down at Queen's Park. How would that play yeah. if you said, we're going to actually bring in something beyond? It's part of the whole relationship thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's a respect of the, the part of it. I, I don't know. It seems to me as a really... I don't know that we're ever going to get to this, but it seems like an interesting concept or something to add to it. I think so. And I, I think, it, as I said, I think it goes beyond the idea of romantic relationships or sexual relationships. I think it's about having empathy for people. I mean, I, I would suppose that that would be something that uh, should be welcomed. I mean, I know certainly that, you know, I don't want to be too partisan about this, but it's been my experience. And I will say that this is not a government that seems willing to listen to all aspects of, of, of an argument. And I would actually say this this course might be something that, that many little ministers could benefit from, that, you know, that you have to respect people, that you don't have all the answers, and that there's something to learn from everyone. And so I think the whole idea of uh, what we are calling courtships, the, the good part about courtships in the traditional form was that you took time to understand people and get to know what was important to them and what was hurtful to them. And th- those are the kinds of things that I think we are missing and that are important uh, in, in everyday life, not just in our, in our relationships, right? Let me or ask you one more. The lead of this, the first couple paragraphs of this story, again, it's by uh, Mary Rue in the Wall Street Journal, Fall, uh, Failing at Love, Maybe It's Time for Classes. That's the name of the piece. You can look it up online if you want. But it is a, uh, it's talking about this young girl, 21 year old, not girl, pardon me, young woman. Um, and it says, uh, Lynn E.G., a 21 year old college student, found herself flirting with a young man recently. You have nice skin, she told him, despite a reddish complexion suggesting otherwise. The young man cracked a wide grin. I've never been told that before. The reason I read that is, what would happen if here, if we started having people saying things like this, because some people might blanch at the idea that it would be too forward or it would be uncomfortable to have someone. There are people who would say that if I said to you, hey, Sandy, your hair looks great. You might say that's really nice of you. Other people might say, are you coming on? Like it's, it's, we live in very complicated social structures here that make it, I don't know if it makes it way more difficult or complicated than it might be there. It it might, but I think it's evolving to a point where we respect one, you know, we're we're going to be more thoughtful about the things we say to each other. I don't think it needs to be seen as restrictive. I think it needs to be that we actually are more 
uh, we're careful, more thoughtful, we're more empathetic to the thing that what the things we say to people. We see where they're coming from, really, like walk a mile in other people's shoes, so that you know what what they're feeling like. And I think, you know, I think that anything that is about, I mean, when you read that to me. What that sounded like to me was a kindness. Mm. It sounded like pe- people being kind to one another and being gentle and loving with one another. And really, bring it on because I, I don't think that, you know, I think we need a, a lot more of that without sounding like, you know, I'm going to break into a, a, a hippie song. But it's, or, you know, I know, it, I agree wholeheartedly with yeah. you. The, the, the challenge we have here sometimes, I think, and I don't know, I mean, I spent a summer in South Korea, but it's been a long time. I don't know how their culture is different than ours now mm-hmm. or not. But here we sometimes, it seems that we sometimes assume that if you say something to me, you're coming on. It's, it's a, it's a, it's uncomfortable. You're doing something that's offensive to me. Whereas it might just be that you've, when he says you've got nice skin, you just have nice skin. Mm -hmm. It's not that he's trying to hit on you or anything else. It's just a compliment. And we don't do compliments very well. Give or receive around here now. We seem to have lost some of that, the ability to give or receive a compliment properly. Right. Well, not everybody, but not everybody. I know I'm British background, so we're like that, you know, that, <laughs> it's like what it, it, so and I think you're suspicious. A little or it's just, you know, just just there's a kind of a reticence to talk about that kind. But that's cultural. That's not to But do maybe with that this, is but. it. Maybe it's just that we're suspicious. So if I say Sandy, I, I love your haircut, you're thinking what does he want? Or I'm thinking, come on, it's radio, so no one can see that you can't possibly be saying that my hair looks good tonight. <laughs> but the fact, of, as an example, though, we, we are, we tend to be suspicious. So I don't know if this thing, if this kind of thing would work. If you were to say, every day I want you at school legitimately to say something nice to another person. Right. I, I, I don't know. I think it'd be, I think if it, it's it'd, be a, it'd be lovely, but yeah, I, I think it, I think that we it's important. I mean, I think we, I do think that if we feel like we're in a, if we learn this at a younger age, it's a comfortable setting. We understand that it's not all about us, right? It's not all about us. We may want to, you know, it's like take the second to think about it, right? Think about what you're saying. In some instances, maybe people, you know, have, you know, people are complicated, right? But at the same time, I think we need to slow down. And I think that's the other thing that's changed so much. We Everything's so rapid and things are so quickly. We don't have the time to slow down, to savor things, to think about what's important to the other person. We really just don't have the time to be be respectful of one another because we're so busy trying to rush to get to I don't know what, but we miss a lot of the good stuff, right? Well, there's one other thing about this. Uh, we got to go to a break in a second. There's one other thing. That is when you are typing a message to someone on a phone, Oh yeah. there is no ability to... What's the word I'm looking for? Be subtle. Nuance. Well, to be subtle. Nuance. Thank you. There's no... So if I type something, you might read it one way with a different inflection than I was meaning it, and you could take it as an insult, and I'm meaning it as a compliment. Exactly. But the problem with that is because we're doing so much of our talking through our phones, we don't actually have... So if this example, if this guy says to a young girl on his phone, you have great skin, she may see that as an inappropriate come on right. for something, whereas he's simply saying it as a nice compliment. It's about the, let's talk to people, actually talk to people. Exactly. Face I don't know. Face. And maybe it's our, it's a generational thing, but I, t- you know, I'm texting, especially to my kids. And at some point I think this, at what point can we actually pick up the phone? Because this is taking way longer than if I phoned you and said, you know, where are we meeting? When, how? But apparently, you know, it's an era where, where people, when the phone rings, people are like, how, what? Why are you calling me when you could have just texted that? And I don't know that that's the Why are you making me have an amber alert? Exactly. exactly. (laughs) But one of my favorite things is to read 
You know, I, I know, you know, you read the the fifth, you know, the top uh, funniest miscommunications on Twitter. Like, you know, first of all, you send it to the wrong person; mm. it's funny, or you you use, you know, uh, punctuation inappropriate. Those I find those pretty funny when you say, "That's not what I meant to say." Uh, <laughs> before we go to the break, I'll tell you a story about that. I don't know if I've ever told this on the air before, but. I go to the gym almost every night after the show. And it really shows. Thank you. <laughs> Not really. Um, but I go almost every night after the show. And to it was a, a bit of a joke that I thought, you know what? I'm going to send a photo of myself in my worst, sweatiest, most oh. pained face just to show my wife I'm not, I'm actually at the gym. Yes. I'm not doing something else. Yes. I'm actually at the gym. And so for the longest time, every night, I would take a selfie of myself after I was done on the treadmill for whatever time, looking just as horrible as I possibly could. Horrible look on my face, sweat. So one day I go to send it to, and they would always, and it was to the family chat. So my kids or she would always fire something back like, dad, you look horrible, whatever. And it was always a big joke. Well, I sent one one day, took a horrible picture, sent one. And never got a response. <laughs> Out in the ether. In the and ether all of a sudden, after about half an hour, I'm like, they usually get back. I wonder why not. Aww. I go in. Well, shortly before, I had tried to get a guest onto the radio. <laughs> Is that what that picture was, Scott? So I had accidentally <laughs> sent this horrendous, sweaty, terrible Aww. face picture to the lead guitarist of Monster Truck. Oh yeah, they would just think is, it was a, sh- a shot from the road. <laughs> who and so a half hour later, I t- I text him back and I said, Jeremy, uh, if you're wondering, oops, and he's like, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I had no idea Probably what was. Yeah. Well, see, that, I'm sure he's seen worse on the road than I'm than sure he sweaty. has, but uh, that, that doesn't need any help from me to <laughs> add to that collection. The Scott Radley Show, weekday evenings from six to eight on 900 CHML.